Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Alrighty, folks, last week was a monster week. We got the CPI reading along with PPI. We also started getting the big banks reporting their Q3 numbers. Next week will not disappoint more banks, lots of regional banks, Tesla, Netflix, existing home sales, builder sentiment, all kinds of stuff. So, Mr. Bird, what happened last week? Set us up for next week. What's going on? Well, we had CPI like we talked about last week. If it came in tame, then the market would probably take off. If it didn't, then the market may go down. Mm -hmm. And it really didn't. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't terrible. Right. But it wasn't lower. No, yeah. CPI, uh, again, I, I assume we're talking about headline. Headline came in flat. Yeah. Right. Uh, oil was a big component of that. Um, core, core did come down. Core came to four one, down from four uh, three. Right. I think it could go sub four next month. Um, yeah, I think next month <clears throat> we've got a, a better chance of it. Uh, both of them going down more, actually. Yeah, the uh, the base <laughs> effect is uh, we've we've tried yeah. to help people understand is is quite is is larger next month than it was the last three. Yes, that's right. So. And um, in between those two, we have. Uh, Fed meeting. No, Fed meeting's November first. Yeah. yeah, that's in between. Oh, I'm sorry. Two CPIs, the two CPI numbers. My, I misheard. I misheard that. So yes, yeah, in correct. between the two CPI numbers is the Fed meeting. And by yeah. the way, another big thing next week is uh, Powell speaking. Yeah, we have. I think every Fed president is talking next week. I mean, just just like five well, um, or something. Next week is the last their last chance before they go into their quiet period. Oh, I forgot about that. You're right. They're going to go into their blackout period where they can't right. talk. You're right. Yeah. So they're going to get all their their uh, pulpit talk in, their yeah. bully pulpit talk in before the meeting. Well, that's a big deal. I mean, because I've been trying to help people understand the feds have two tools. There's this monetary one. Um, you know, they can raise rates in QT, but it really is their voice. And I don't know if you saw it. Uh, I think it was last week. The week starts. Actually, I think it was this week. No, I take that back. It was this week. Last week, the odds of the Fed raising one more time this year were 60%. After yeah. Sunday. That was in started, December, though. That was right. December. It would, not, this not year. It would, yeah. yeah, it was this year. One more this year. Right. Uh, but starting Sunday uh, with the vice chair, followed by Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, other Fed presidents basically saying, we've done enough. I think the Fed sees things cracking and breaking, and they wanted to get ahead of it. We're going to yeah. find out this week because we have more more speakers this week. But uh, I agree the chances... with that. We've we've talked about the fact that you know at some point the Fed's going to break something. Yes, we have. And they might start. They might be starting to see that. And the other thing too, the wild card in all of this, I think, is the uh, Middle East war. Well, there's two now, right? There's one in Russia and Ukraine. There's uh, yeah. Hamas and Israel, and and uh, either one of those could spike to involve other parties. Not good. Um, but yeah, it's it's um, the Fed is not raising rates November first. There's no chance. No, there's I don't no think chance. Yeah, there's I, no chance. Too, too many risks. Um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to, to watch it though. 
Yeah. And then then I think the real question is, and again, we've had this debate. I won't change my opinion. Um, I still think they're going to try to hold rates the rest of next year, which will be uh, the longest ever. I think the longest ever currently is 11 months, but um, 12 months. Yeah. Yeah, 12 months. So the, so the it's, yeah. it's going to be very interesting to see what happens going forward. Uh, yeah, I think they, they will try as well. Okay. And um, when I when I show you some charts in this first section, the second section I want to talk about whether we're on the precipice of risk on or risk off. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. Look at some charts that I created for that. But um, in this one, one of the things, one of the comments that I saw one of the videos I watched was comparing this to 2018. Oh, you remember 2018? I do. Yeah. About this time. I do. Yes. <clears throat> and that, that was the trade war with China. Yep. Yep. And well, it was also, uh, when, it was also just from my standpoint, what I remember about late 18 is when Powell gave up, he was trying to raise rates and he well, basically he, wussed out. He, he was raising rates. Yes. And he was saying, higher for longer he was yeah i remember he didn't he didn't have that term back then right it was yeah. but he basically was, was saying that we're going to keep rates high all the way through 2019 yep i remember for a year and then very quickly and i think it was q early q2 he started uh cutting yep yeah we can actually look cool. at that to see when he started cutting but um but that was one of the few times that the historical trend did not hold up that the q4 rally did not happen very cool so that and that was the uh, point that was the point of this what this guy was saying he he says this this might be more like 2018 he could be right so i'm i'm going to show you some comparisons between this time and 2018 i look forward to it all right let me share my screen Mm -hmm. and um i think these are going to be quick ones today okay we don't have a ton of stuff to talk about but First off, if anybody is interested in getting my newsletter, um, just go to breakpointtrading.net, the website where I, I I spend all my time there now. So everything, all the research I do is done on my website. Mm-hmm. And um, for the first time this week, I sent it out using the website. Oh, nice. I don't know if you saw that. You should have got I did. one. But I did. Yeah. I got it, it. it should look like this if you have Gmail. But it will look yep. similar to this even in other platforms. So breakpoint trading, that's what it will come from. Now, this this might have a tendency to go to the spam folder, by the way, because of the way it's formatted here. So make sure to check your spam folder if you haven't seen it. And then this is the subject line. If you just click on it, it will bring something that looks like this up. That's what the email looks like. And then you just click on this button right here and it takes you right into the newsletter. Very nice. Right there. And you'll know if it's been updated yet. Usually it's updated by about noon or one o'clock Eastern time on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So you just look at the weekending date to see, and then just click on that and it'll bring the newsletter up with all the fun cartoons. Mm-hmm. And IBD changed their their uh, outlook. Ooh, that changed. Yep. Yep. It was. It did say um, new uptrend or something like that. Right. Confirmed. Confirmed uptrend with right. a green arrow. 
and now it's orange uptrend under pressure, lower exposure to zero to 20%. Hmm. So, you know, last week I said Friday was a, a nice rally after the jobs number. Maybe that's the start of the end of your rally. Mm-hmm. Well, it didn't last very long. No. Lasted less than a week, basically. Yep. Now, interestingly, even though Thursday and Friday felt kind of bad, mm-hmm. it actually ended a lot higher than the week before. Oh, yeah. So we, we are still higher than the week before. So this was last week, CPI 3.7. Stayed the same, basically, but it was higher than forecast. And month over month was uh, higher than forecast, but lower than last month. And then the core, as you mentioned, came in flat. Yep. PPI also was higher than forecast, but lower than last month. Yeah, it's so, going to be really I, interesting. A lot. So a lot of these numbers, and you and I hit this last week. People can go back and check. A lot of this was oil and, and gas specifically. That did roll over yes. post uh, the time they took the survey, but unfortunately, it's now gone up because of what's transpiring in the Middle East. So. Something definitely yeah, watch energy's out for. Gone back up. Well, we'll take a look at that to see where it's at right now. But yeah, the beginning of October, it rolled over and started going down again, which which will be reflected in the next report. Yeah. And then next week, uh, here's Fed Chair Powell speaks on Thursday. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of other ones speaking next week, too. Yeah, existing home sales is going to be a big one for this channel, as is building permits. And um, I think on Tuesday is is home builder sentiment all going to be really bad. I will call out existing home sales. Even the experts are calling sub 4 million. Right. Uh, They're calling 394. I think it'll be below 39. That's just, you know, rates matter. And um, that's just where we're going. So it's going sub 4 million. It is. But interestingly, and I actually, have this. This is the one we looked at last week. Mm-hmm. Um, make this a little bigger. Interestingly, this it does reflect last week's number. So 3.7. Mm-hmm. August was 3.7. September was 3.7. But remember, we looked at shelter. Mm-hmm. And shelter, while still rolling over and trending down, it didn't go down as much as people thought it would. Mm-hmm. Went from seven three to seven two, right. So shelter ha- hasn't been having the kind of effect we were expecting, or at least not yet. Yeah, it's coming. It, I mean, just mathematically has to come, just the way they're the lag effect. But um, yeah, you're right. Has it yeah. has it shown up yet? What was it at the peak? What was it like nine something? Uh, or, peak was eight point two. Eight point two. Yeah, March of twenty three. Eight point two. Okay. Thank you very much. And uh, CPI was June 9.1. Wow. Mm. So, and if we look at gasoline, yeah, you know, gas, let me turn all items off again. There's gasoline. So yeah. gasoline dropped down here in June, it was, and now it's creeping back up again. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see what happens next time. Um. Commodities, less food and energy. That's the green one. Look at that. Does That's, that say zero? It's right near zero. It actually is zero. Zero. Look at that. Yeah. Commodities, less food and energy. Okay. Right. 
So that's corn, soybeans, that right. type of thing. And I, I can actually see that in the, in my market bias matrix chart. I have commodities down here. You can see corn right here was bull, bull, bear, but soybeans is bear, 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 cotton, bear, all the short term is bear. Got it. Lumber. I mean, these these are all still, you know, in negative territory and they've got a ways to go. Agriculture, right. they've got a ways to go before they pull back up in okay. the bull territory. Um, this is the this is the one that I'm watching closely though. The intermarket relationships. We'll talk about this a little bit, but these are all bullish. This is this is aggressive versus defensive. So this well, is this again. This is episode number two. We're going to talk about this. Yeah, we'll talk about this in number two. So is, it, is it essentially just to tease it. I'm guessing you're watching a rotation that may be coming on. Is that I'm watching to see if there is going to be a rotation. That is absolutely right. That's the key. Look at that. All right. Very like, cool. Like we'll, happened, we'll leave that for like video. What happened too. in December of 21. Very cool. We I, will look I at that. Identified in December that the rotation had started, even though the market was hitting not hitting new highs. Mm -hmm. That's the type of thing I'm watching. Okay. Very cool. So we'll see. So at any rate, um, CPI. Uh, let's see. Right here. So that's next week. Um, this is the chart for the S and P. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll look at the uh, the four indexes here, also. So one of the indicators that we might be starting the rally is from Stock Traders Almanac, where they have a MACD crossover, which is which I put on the chart. Okay. This is a PPO, but it's basically the same thing. Um, but look at this downward channel right here. Yeah. Right. So we are we are still in that down channel. The thing that concerns me about this is we actually started the channel here. when We, we couldn't make a new high back in September, came back up and touched it again and went back down. And this is where we actually made the bottom of the channel. Now, this this bottom line right here, I didn't draw that in. I just copied the upper line oh, okay, and just moved it down. And it just happened to touch both of these. Hmm. All right. But we couldn't get back to it here. In fact, we couldn't get over the 50-day moving average here either. Hmm. So that is not a good sign. The critical point is down here at the 200-day moving average. Yep. Right around 4,200, which is also the bottom of this channel. If we don't hold that, then the end of your rally is probably done. Got it. So it gives us that something to watch. How far away are we? About um, well, points? It's, it's about 42.21 is where okay. the 200 is. And we're at 43.27. So that could be a day. Um, well, 100 points on the S&P is a lot. Eh, okay. I mean, it, it could be a day, but not likely. Certainly could a be, week. Could be a week, though. Yes. Yeah. And on that point, let me go back to this. And take a look at Ooh. Stock Traders Almanac. This is the historical trend for October. And yeah, that doesn't right look here. pretty. That doesn't look yeah. pretty. That doesn't look good for the next week. <laughs> no, not at all. Now, if you'll notice this part that I highlighted over here, October 25th, historically going back to 1950. Oh, yeah. 
this is this has been the trend in pre-election years, which is what we're in right now. All right, so Ooh, yeah. not pretty from here to there. No, basically a week and a half. Okay, um, but from that point on is when the rally starts in pre-election years. Okay, so we may have pain, and we've got options exploration coming up next uh, mm -hmm. Friday also. So there's there still could be some pain, and the and the market is kind of set up to have a correction, or at least to go down some. But we have to watch that 200-day moving average and see what happens when we get close to this right here. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll see if it's going to continue down or not. So let's take a look at 2018. So this is now. Okay. Mm -hmm. So starting in August is when this downtrend started. This is 2018 for roughly the same time frame. Okay. For one year, one year period up till basically right now. So in 2018, the the sell-off had already begun. But look where it's sitting right here in 2018. Right okay. on the 200 day moving average. Right. And we're just above the 200 day. Hmm. So there's 2018, there's now. Okay. Looks similar, huh? Yeah. I mean, the, the sell-off started in earnest much earlier. I mean, it's, this was uh, 2875 down to 20, almost 2775. So that right there, that's 100 points in one day right there. Right. That's, that's what it would look like. Mm. That's what a 100-point drop would look like right there. Right. Okay. All right. So could that happen? Sure, it could happen. Yeah. We'll have to watch and see. And this is what happened by the end of the year. So this is the this is the drop right here. Ooh, so this, that's this, ugly. That point right there where it got to the 200 day and kind of stall, stop for a second. Yep. That's right here. Right. And then it tried to rally off of that, but it couldn't do it. Turned around. Another 20% drop from there. Yeah, by December. But now starting in December and all the way through 2019, the market rallied pretty nicely. Well, that's because that's the Fed cut, right? Yes, exactly. So the Fed, this happened right here. Yeah, and the Fed. All, yeah. all through here, the point we're at right now, the Fed meeting, even, even with the market dropping here and the market rebounded back above the 200 right here, mm -hmm. right around the Fed meeting. And the Fed said, you know, we're going to stay yeah. higher for longer. We may pause, but we we expect to keep rates high all through 2019. Yep. That on top of the um, trade war with China. Broke it down. This is this is how I remember it. Because right. I remember Jerome Powell trying to reestablish rates, getting off 0%. Right. Wall Street didn't like that. Wall Street is addicted to 0%. And Wall Street threw a conniption, i.e. this chart. And inflation was sub two percent. I think it was actually very close to one yeah. percent. So inflation wasn't a problem. So yeah. Powell retreated and he basically said, and, and the trade war. Yeah, yeah. The trade war had a lot to do with this as well. Sure. Oh, of course. But at the end of the day, I don't think the I don't think the market's going to beat Powell up today because Mark because Powell has inflation as the uh, boogeyman 
to say yes. I'm not cutting. I don't think he wants to cut. I think right. I no, think he, he looks he back at 18. He didn't want to cut here either. No, I think he looked back at 18 as a mistake. Right. That's what I think. So he might. That might be true. But he still ended up cutting. And oh, he did. I still, yeah, and I still think he'll end up cutting next year as well. Ah, we'll see. I like it. So this is the one we just looked at. Yep. This is earnings. I put some of the earnings. This is not all of the earnings. Oh, yeah. It's a big week. This, yeah. this is basically ranked by uh, fundamentals, essentially. So this, these are the ones coming up be, between now and the Fed meeting. Okay. So we got Meta in there. Um, Tesla's next week. It's, it, it's not here because it doesn't rank high enough fundamentally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got, yeah, Tesla, Netflix, yes, uh, Bank of America, Meta, Goldman Service. Sachs, all these yeah. people. Yeah, this is the market carpet for last week. So this is a one-week period. Oh, look at that! So the, the market actually ended higher for the week, even though Thursday and Friday were down. Hmm. So, you know, Apple did fairly well. Amazon, cool. And then these are this is the. Uh, sectors so they, it's interesting what the sectors look like for the week mm -hmm. if you look at this actually on a one day just friday it's even worse i can oh, actually right. do that in a second but this is for the week energy you can see energy spiked up here yep and industrials industrials is where all the defense names are yeah of course so they spiked up utilities and real estate yeah look and at financials. utilities look at utilities. Yes. i mean most, utilities are most getting of these whacked most of these are defensive. Yeah, they are sectors. And you can see down here communications, technology, and discretionary all the way at the bottom. Those are the aggressive sectors. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the news report from LVMH, obviously a very, very high end luxury brand, but they are, uh, they reported last week in Europe and uh, not good. Luxury brand is off. <laughs> yes, right. Um, Europe actually may go into a recession before we do. Mm hmm. This is that this is that same rotation graph, but this is on a 60-minute view. Oh, interesting. So this reflects only Thursday and Friday, the two days okay. that the market dropped. And you can see it over here. It's the 12th and 13th. Hmm. All right. So you can see the rotation. Now remember, this is only two days. Yeah. Look, Look at energy. Energy just ripped. Energy all the way from way down here all the way up. And here's utilities came down and went back up. Here's financials. There's healthcare. Uh, discretionary is way over here. Uh, this is consume uh, communication services. All the internet companies, yep. right there. There's the Nasdaq, and XLK is in yellow, mm -hmm. but you can see it came down and it's sitting down here in yellow. Okay. So you can see what just two days can do. Yeah. With the sector rotation. And then these, this is really telling right here. This is for, for the week. And I'm doing this every week now in the newsletter. Mm -hmm. I'm putting in the um, the sectors. I'm putting in the market carpet for the week. These are all for one week. Mm -hmm. There's the sectors for the week. And then the winners and losers for the week. So these are the top advancers, percent change advancers for the week. And these are the top losers. Take a look at the sectors and the industries up here in the advancers. Yeah, industrial if, and energy. Yeah. Yeah. Defense, 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 defense. Hmm. Or the 10. Energy. One, two, three, four, five of the 10 hmm. are energy. Yeah. 
And the only the only one just serious, interestingly, and serious is one of the top short covering candidates. Oh, they have one of the most uh, number of shares short. Uh oh, we got another GameStop coming up. I'm just kidding. Yeah, could be. No idea. And then the the losers down here are healthcare staples. I mean, a lot of healthcare. Yeah, look at that cruise line, Norwegian cruise line getting whacked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And cruise lines actually were doing well for for a little while. They were for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting to take a look at, you know, what's which actual stocks beyond just the sectors, but which stocks are moving Mm -hmm. for the week. Um, so this, I'm going to save this one for the next session. Okay. We'll talk about risk on, risk off. Very, very, um, I look if forward. I, if, I go, if, I, if I go back here and look at the charts again, I, I want to show you the uh, sector performance just for Friday. Okay. This is just Friday. So here's the S&P down here. So everything above the S&P outperformed. Mm. Energy, utilities, staples, healthcare, financials, real estate, materials that would be very risk off <laughs> that is that would be risk off that's that is all defensive groups all defensive yeah and all the aggressive groups are underperforming the s p hmm. just for friday though yeah okay so um i mean you can look at all the way back one week one month three months etc all the way back you know if we go to year to date just for the starting from january hmm. you can see now these are all the aggressive groups even still, year to date, they're outperforming the S and P. But more, if we if we zoom in more recently, doesn't look as great. Very cool. I look forward to uh, the next discussion where we talk: Is the market set up risk on, risk off? But yeah, we'll, we're we going to look that, at a few. We'll look at a few different things from there. Very, very, very cool. Uh, One more time: the website is breakpointtrading.net. If you want to sign up. For the newsletter, you can just actually, you don't even have to sign up anymore. You can just go out there and get the newsletter. Yeah. Um, I am sending out reminders to everybody. I did that for the first time this weekend. If you don't sign, you know, register your email, then you're not going to get the reminder, but you can right. always go out to the website and get the newsletter. Folks, you got to get the website. You got to get the uh, newsletter, excuse me, from the website, breakpointtrading.net. I look forward to it each week. Yeah, there's Thanks, a lot buddy. in there. There's a lot in there this week, actually. Mm -hmm. All right. 